0: Live. We're officially live. This is Loser Lee's wrestling, the woos and What's of AEW Dynamite. Thank you all so much for uh, for trying to stay in. Uh, we've had some technical difficulties tonight. We had some tef- technical difficulties tonight, but we're not gonna we're not gonna dwell on those. Uh, with- this is the A Who's and What's of AEW Dynamite. We're gonna be talking about Fighter Fest Night Two. Uh, we tried to have uh, uh, Moa Chazwall and uh, Roy Lazowitz on here to talk about. The event, but what we're going to give you the short and su- the short and sweet of it. Give us a honk honk if you're joining us right now. Let us know that you're here. We're going to talk- start off hot. This is Fighter Fe- Fe- Fest Night Two, Fighter Fest Night Two, and uh, a lot of stuff happened. A lot of fun, wacky stuff happened. Uh, let us know what you thought of the show. Jump in and tell us what we thought of the show. Uh, I'm going to start off with my biggest woo of the evening. Unfortunately, it's my biggest woo because there's a lot of things that happen tonight. And I, I'm just going to say, it. Nick Gage is now, uh, uh, he's not all elite. We don't know if he's all elite, but he's going to be facing Jericho. He's going to be facing Jericho next week at uh, Fight for the Fallen, I think it's called. And uh, they're going to be having a, uh, a death match. They're going to have a death match with each other. It's a part of uh, Jericho's five uh, labors that MJF is putting them through. Um, they had the match, Jericho and Sean Spears, which actually I like the match. I thought it was a really fun match uh, before. And even though I don't necessarily like the idea of a 51-year-old beating, a, you know, a 30-something with a chair, it's still, I get what they're trying to go with. He's uh, overcoming all these odds. But then after that match is over, by the way, MGF was on commentary And he did an excellent job on commentary. I really think everyone should give him a honk honk in there. Give us a honk honk for MJF's commentary if you thought it was good. Uh, But uh, essentially, he sent out Nick Gage. Sent out Nick Gage and said that you're going to be fighting him next week. Personally, I'm shocked that uh, uh, Nick Gage is in the company. And I'm shocked that Jericho would agree to fight with him. Uh, We've got Moa Jaswal in the chat. He's giving a woo and Red, talk about Nick Gage. And Smuiz is here, too. Thank you, Smuiz, for uh, for sticking by us here. Hi, guys. Uh, yeah, we're all in the chat now right here. Uh, but uh, Moet wants me to talk about Nick Gage. Nick Gage is fine. I, I I think it's a big woo. I'm happy for it. And I'm representing Moet right now, who's really big into Nick Gage. I know Roy is, too. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're going to be having a match. What do, what do you have to say here, Glad it's not just the Pinnacle members. That's what I thought it would be. I thought it was just going to be the pinnacle members as well. I was assuming that he was going to have a handicap match with FTR. And then uh, what else would they do? Uh, like a uh, something on a pole match with Wardlow. I don't even know what they would do. But uh, they, uh, they, they they went this way, which I'm happy for. But the issue with Nick Gage being there at the second labor, how do you top that? How do you top him as the second labor? They've got to do a lot. Uh, they've got to grab some, some surprising people. Otherwise, it's going to be a real bust. Come labor three, if you know what I'm saying. Moving on. We've got some, by the way, MJF was so good on commentary. He had some fun lines. He made fun of Jericho. He said he looked pregnant, which was a little sexist, but that's that's what MJF does. He is that way. Moet's got a comment here. Nick Gage is amazing. He's like Eddie Kingston. He's a guy I would never expect to see on major TV. That's a good point. He should not be on major TV. <laughs> no, no, you're making a good point. Uh, he's uh, very shocking. Very shocking that he showed up. And he does, he does have a very good presence about him. He has, a, a, he has an aura about him that's very unmistakable. Smuiz could mean some good debuts, wink, wink, Daniel Bryan. Get out of here, Smuiz. I'm not going to even entertain that thought. The idea of Daniel Bryan showing up is a pipe dream. Uh, even though I want to smoke from that pipe. I want that pipe real bad. Uh, moving on, let's get another woo in here. Uh, we got Darby Allen versus Yuka Wheeler. Uh, so Darby Allen has been in a, a thing with Blade, the Blade recently, where Blade keeps hitting him with uh, brass knucks, uh, keeps sneaking up and hitting him with him. So he had a match with uh, Yuka Wheeler. Oh, no, I'm thinking of someone else. I'm thinking of o- uh, Orange Cassidy. Don't get mad at me about this. Don't get mad at me about this. But Darby Allen, he's had this, uh, he's having this match with uh, uh, Yuka Wheeler. O- Orange Cassidy's in the the side with him he's like his manager and he gets hit by the blade but that's neither here nor there they had a fun match darby really knows how to sell darby is really fun at selling he really gets you involved in the match and i really like when uh, they wear tape around the ribs or on their arm from a match the prior week that's something that's missing from AEW. they have these matches that like uh, uh, people getting ripped to shreds there's blood every week but they never show up with any battle damage and i want more of that i love that darby's showing up injured darby should always show up injured that should be his gimmick that he's just always showing up injured what we got here um we got s i'm scared that gage is going to legit kill jericho jericho looked that way too jericho did not look he did not look happy uh he did not look happy to see that uh nick gage was at the top uh there and he's holding a pizza cutter <laughs> he's holding a pizza cut out there that's not good um was, I'm not sure about Yuka Wheeler. He doesn't seem to have any personality other than being the best friends. Being with the best friends. Yeah, I don't see much. Of, well, I don't. I, I think uh, he, he moves really well in the ring. And uh, that, that's about all I know about him right now. He feels very blah. Uh, but. Who knows? Uh, I, I think it's a weird fitting with the best friends though. He looks like a nightmare factory uh, uh, person for sure. That's my personal take on that. Um, then we got Smooz here. Not sure what he's about. Yeah. We're not sure what Yuka Wheeler's is about. We're going to find that out though. Uh, Moet says uh, Jericho's pain maker look is so damn silly. I can't believe he's going against Nick Gage looking like that. That's actually exactly my thought as well, Moet. That was in my what's column. We're going to get to that in a second, but well, no, let's just get to it right now because this is a wacky this is a wacky type of show where we're going to be going free-walling. Yeah, uh, Chris Jericho later in the night, he's just like, yeah, I, uh, he's the most fierce, uh, sadistic man that I'm ever going to have to face, so I'm going to have to show my most sadistic, violent side. And he turns around and he's got this makeup like he looks like he's been crying like it's just like it looks like like runny makeup rather than like dramatic makeup uh he looks like it's a bad kiss uh, bad kiss vibe to it it doesn't look scary it doesn't look intimidating it looked kind of sad uh very good point Moet. Moet's giving that point right there very good i don't go get why he's with the best friends but maybe it'll work out we're back to yuka here uh we don't know why he's with the best friends but we're curious we're all very curious uh tony tk get on it let us know more about this Yuka guy so we could find out. By the way, follow Loserly's Wrestling on Instagram and uh, send us some emails at uh, loserlyspod at gmail.com. We're going to talk about the, m- the news on Saturdays. We do that. Uh, and then Swizz says, his Rainmaker reveal made me cringe. All he's done is put on some black stripes. Uh, and uh, then Moet writes, it kind of works in Japan. It's like a dumb anime look. Uh, and yeah, both valid comments, both valid comments. He really didn't do anything different, but I do appreciate when they're trying to make a, a, a grander persona, uh, but we, we got to move on here. we got to move on. So yeah, Jericho versus uh, Nick Gage. I'm excited for, I think we all are. We're not excited to see Jericho in his runny crying makeup, but want to what that's what AEW is about. It's about you know, give us something real good that we're excited about. And then something that's just like a bummer. <laughs> excellent work we're doing great here okay next up uh we moved on from darby darby got the win against yuka wheeler by the way uh the best part of that match though real quick orange cassidy and sting in their face off uh that is a big woo for me when orange cassidy and sting they square off with each other and then they do the kicks well orange Cassidy does the hands thing then they do the kicks back and forth and sting jumps in Sting jumps in and they're booing their little baby kicks back and forth. And then all of a sudden, uh, Sting does his, you know, he has the big chest bumping thing, but this time he just like kind of weakly does it. Beautiful. The awareness on Sting. That's one of Sting's best moments in AEW. Uh, dare I say ever. Dare I say ever. I know Roy was a big fan of that. Roy thought it was real fun when they, uh, uh, he thought it was one of Sting's best moments. Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, S wrote, sure. Gage stabs people and robbed a bank. Sure, he went to jail. Jericho has a hat, though. I mean, what will a pizza slicer do against a silly Hot Topic hat? That's a great point. We never discussed whether the hats were allowed in this match. Uh, so I'm assuming that no, it's a death match, so hats are allowed, which could be a good defense against uh, Nick Gage's pizza slicer. I hate the pizza slicer. Just a real quick thing. I, I'm not a big fan of Nick Gage. Not because I don't think he's dedicated... or or, or any of those things. I think he's a bad influence. He's a bad influence on impressionable young wrestlers. And he gives them ideas that they shouldn't be having. They should not be having. Uh, But uh, either way, uh, uh, and Moet gave a good ha-ha. Excellent point. Excellent point, Moet. An excellent point S. That hat is going to come into play. Moving on. Let's see what other woos we have. Okay. Oh, a great woo here tonight. Lance Archer versus Mox in a Texas death match. I am not usually a fan of Last Man Standing matches or death match, uh, or, uh Texas Death matches. I don't like the counting. I think it takes it takes a long time. At least Texas Death matches. I think they used to be a ten count and then a pinfall, or a pinfall and then a ten count, which was a weird extra rule. But this wasn't that. They had a really fun match. It was real. Fun brawly match, blood immediately, of course. Uh, but they try to bring out all the stops. They got their kendo sticks, they got their barbed wire boards, and some tables thrown into the mix, and a trash can. And we all like a trash can. I think they did a really fun job. And I love Lance Archer using a fan as a weapon. Using the fan as a weapon, I think, is a really uh, fun thing. I know uh, Mo has told me before that he did that a lot in Japan. And so I'm very, I love, music. obviously it was probably a plan. It had to have been a plan. Give us a honk honk if you know if it was a plan. If you, if you know who that wrestler was, if that was a wrestler. Give us a, a honk honk uh, if you knew that. Let's see, uh, S wrote, Nick Gage is a bad influence. You sound like a dad. Yes, S, I am a dad. I'm a wrestling dad, and that's true. Uh, I agree, S. Sounds like a dumb dad. <laughs> dumb dad energy red. <laughs> all right all right let's get off this no it's not dumb dad energy it's just well, why we don't want we don't want pizza slicers to be a thing we just don't like I, I, the fact that he has i didn't want a duel of the butcher with a fork the fact is a fork i'm okay with these things sparingly but the fact that a just too much just too much and if you do it every match it's no longer special if nick gage uses a pizza cutter every match you know he's going to use a pizza cutter it's no longer special um uh, but either way um uh, that dumb dad energy very good Uh, Moving on, we got another woo here. We got another woo here. I'm going to give you some what's too, actually. I don't want to get have the end being all sad stuff. Uh, Frankie Kazarian versus Doc Owls is a what. That's a what for me. Uh, Not because it was a bad match. It's just they both make me yawn so damn hard. Uh, They're very, very boring people. Uh, Kazarian's got this... uh, elite killer gimmick going on uh which is fine the best part of the match though the best part of that uh, was hangman page at the end hangman page comes out with his drink to help because they're stomping down the elite are stomping down on kazarian after he lost the match and uh hangman comes out drinking and he's drinking like he looks a little sloppy he looks a little bit a little too happy and he gets to the ring and they they start beating he's uh He hands Don Callis the drink and he starts fighting them because he's that kind of guy. He's that that cowboy shit, you know? And then they start beating on him. Then the Dark Order come out to make the save. I thought this was a fun segment. Uh, I like the layer of having Kenny, not Kenny, Adam Adam Page uh, drinking and looking a little drunk. I like that. I like that little wrinkle because I think he should fail one more time. That's my personal take on it. Let me know what you think. Do you think Hangman Page should fail another time? uh moat wrote now i understand my role in llw i'm the youth all right Moet. come on now we're uh, we're you have dad energy at times too let's be honest swizz there's there was a lot of forking in that match a lot of forking very good points was uh just back to the lance archer or john moxley match there was a lot of forking going on uh, a little too much we're, we're making some good points thank you all so much for agreeing with me uh moving on here's another woo uh we got uh uh, Orange Cassidy and the Blade. I thought that was a fine match. I thought that was fine. I think they did a, a, a fun job. Uh, and uh, Orange Cassidy, I, I really like. I like Orange Cassidy a lot. He's got a lot of fire. He does make a lot of little mistakes. He makes a lot of little mistakes not grabbing them properly and kind of like, losing his spot a little bit but he knows how to sell and he really knows how to get the crowd behind him and that's all that matters. Let's give you some more bad stuff, some real bullshit stuff. We already got Painmaker out there. I just wrote Painmaker sad. Um uh Brian Cage loves celebrations. I don't know if you knew this about Brian cage. FTW did this little backstage thing where they're showing Ricky with the bell and how he, uh, he's from Louisiana and they're going to be in Louisiana soon. And he knows how to celebrate. And then they cut to Brian cage. who's talking with, uh, one of the, uh, interviewers backstage. He's like, they can have a celebration. I like a ce- I like celebrations too. He, he doesn't know. He doesn't sound like he looks as very uncomfortable. I was waiting for him to be like, who better than me? C- uh, can't, uh, cage. On cage. He doesn't know what he's saying, uh, but uh, excellent job. Excellent job, everyone for uh, joining us. Loser Lee's wrestling. This is the woos and what's we're giving you the best and worst of this stuff. Here we go. Uh, don't love Brian cage myself. Very good point. Roy. We got Roy chiming and don't love Brian cage. It's a very good point. No, I don't think anyone really loves Brian cage. I think you're cool of him, but no one's like a, no one's a cage head. No one's really into him that way. Uh, so I don't think he's, uh, we're, He's, he's not the right guy for this uh, to be alone. He needs a voice. Uh, he's the wrong guy to get out of team test, even though he really wasn't a fit. Uh, Moet, I think he forgot to tan his armpits. That's my best guess. Very interesting thought, Moet, because he did forget to, to tan his armpits. That's the that's the place most people forget. Uh, S wrote, Hobbs rocking another super dope set of overalls. That's actually something I was going to bring up. Another part of my what's is uh, FTW. They're having, uh, first thing, like, taz if you're watching dark taz is big into gimmick infringement when anyone wears black and orange he gets very upset he gets very upset because that's his colors now i would love for them to have the same orange everyone in the group has a different orange and then hobbs was wearing this uh like ut burnt orange and i'm i just want some consistency but you're right those were dope overalls very good point uh s uh swizz, maybe too much deodorant strong spray that's actually a good point. If anyone knows if uh, strong deodorant uh, 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 stops tanning process or uh, hinders the tanning process, that might actually be a good explanation for why his armpits were so lowly white. Very good points. Uh, Mo agrees. Ooh, maybe uh, S gets it. Great overalls. They look so good. They do look good. I don't want to say they don't look good. I like Hobbs in my overalls. I like them a lot, but I just want to see a consistent orange color. Excellent. We're moving on. We're gonna get out of this one. We're gonna move on to some. Uh, now, this is something that I wrote in a woo, and then it went into a what as they were talking. So I saw Chavo Guerrero come out. I saw Chavo Guerrero come out, and he is now the executive consultant for Andrade El Idolo, and um, which I thought was interesting. I don't know why they're floating around these different managers for Andrade when, uh, like, first thing, Vicky. I guess it was a stylistic choice. Maybe she didn't fit. Let Andrade be. Let him do the subtitles underneath. Let him talk. I like him talking. Why is Chavo coming out here? Because there's one thing that Chavo ain't. is a talker. He comes out here and he's like got this baby face fire. And Andrade's a bad guy and he's getting cheered. It just made no sense. It made no sense to pair them together. Uh, uh, it just I just wrote, why is Chavo here? And it was awkward because then... Uh, the Death Triangle comes out, and they're like, "Hey, you work for me now." And they disagree with that. Uh, the uh, Death Triangle disagrees with that entirely. Um, and, and let's see what we got here. Uh, uh, Roy says, "Great overalls." Moet says, "Red said they look like little rascals last week." I totally see it. I do agree. They still look like little rascals. But if that's FTW's gimmick—that they're going to be little rascals hanging around uh, Taz—I think that's a good idea. Excellent point, Moet uh roy i mean all of team taz looks great they all look great yeah they all look great they've never looked bad they, we can't except for the color scheme uh, uh, s fashion honk for roy give a honk honk for roy for that fashion honk uh, thank you so much s we got a honk Kong. moitz gives a ha ha roy Laswitz, i'm honored honored he got the honk Kong. that's big that's praise from caesar when you get a uh a, a, a honk honk a fashion honk from the s uh smooz oh i was so disappointed with chavo he was doing like a babyface promo thank you so much Swizz, for agreeing with this uh it doesn't make any sense he was giving he was acting like a babyface. he was trying to be welcome back it just didn't make sense why is he talking he should be an agent in the back that's where he excels he's really good at that if you want him to wrestle a few matches sure but don't put him on a mic don't put him on a mic it just it wasn't necessary um Uh, so then we got Roy. I really love Andrade talking for himself. I think we're all in agreement. We want Andrade to be talking for himself. We don't need Chavo, uh, to be talking for him. Uh, it just, it fuddles everything up. It fuddles everything up. And then we had two people different, two people translating at the same time, but not translating everything because then we had Penta's guy, I forget his name, but he was translating as well, but not everything. It was just very confusing. We got to get better with this. AWTK. We're you, you, we know you're listening, moving on, moving on. We've got some stuff here. We don't got a lot more stuff. Uh, let's give a what here proud and the powerful, uh, showing pictures of the family to FTR this was supposed to be a real emotional thing for FTR and, and proud and the powerful, or powerful and the pride. I, I I'm not, I'm mixing it up something about that, but inner circle crew, uh, it's uh, uh Santana and Ortiz. Uh, they're showing pictures of uh, uh, Santana was showing pictures of his family and him growing up and then his mom doing important things. And I thought that was really nice. It just, it feels like it didn't fit. Just didn't fit. It wasn't a big what I like. I like when they treat the tag team seriously and they give FTR and, and Satan and T is something to work with. I just felt that this was a little out of place. And it felt like a, a buildup for a match I didn't even really recognize was happening. Um, so let, let's just move on from that. I'm not going to dwell on that too much. But we'll see what the, the, the people have to say. It's proud and powerful. What was I saying? Was I pow- saying powerful and proud? Um, yeah, very interesting. Um, I thought the segment was a bit messy, but really good energy and forward momentum, which Andrade hasn't had. That's about uh, the Andrade thing. I agree, Roy. I agree with forward momentum. We want forward momentum. Uh, Moet, I didn't love Andrade talking. Not sure I like how they translated Spanish and English constantly. It slowed down the promo. Super confusing for me. I agree, Moet. Uh, it was super confusing. They have to get their... Uh, I, I, they, they, had too many cook, they had too many similar things going on at the same time. I, I feel like yeah i think we're all in agreement uh, no one's disagreeing here did anyone else notice a weird sudden edit right at santana was talking about his family yes i noticed a sudden edit because at one point he's standing up giving a fiery speech about his mom standing up to slum lords and they cut back to dax and then back and then santana's calmly sitting there like nothing ever happened i don't even think the pictures were on the table very good point very good eye there roy very good eye uh, uh, then Mo- uh, roy are you a proud and powerful fan Uh, Roy writes yeah I think they're great but underutilized so far I am too I think that they don't fit in the inner circle not because that they're lesser than I think they should be their own thing I think they they are so much more fun when they're not underneath uh, Jericho's uh, uh, stranglehold Uh, I think that they're uh, more intense I think they're more uh, more, uh, meaningful when they're alone and their name is uh, proud and powerful why the hell are they underneath Jericho uh it, that doesn't seem very proud or powerful yeah i think they're great but you love them with conan uh that we should have them back with conan i think we're doing some good things i got one more what here and this was a woo that turned into a what and it's not even a what it's a middle ground but i wanted to mention it because i love Britt baker and i love nyla rose they had a match tonight for the the women's championship and i gotta tell you i wasn't into this match it felt like a big match going into it and I was all excited for it. The crowd was super into Britt Baker. Uh, and they cheered her throughout. But Nyla was a half step off. Anyone else notice that Nyla looked a little sluggish out there? Like, uh, she she didn't have her wind in her. Uh, she looked like she was just she couldn't keep up and, and it showed because Brit was running circles around her and it looks like she was waiting for her a few times in the match. And it was a little frustrating. Um, and one thing a a note for Brit Baker, I know you're watching this, at least TK is we, uh, with your kickouts, with your close pinfalls, with those false finishes, Get that shoulder up faster. Make it a snap at right at the end. You really have to work on that because that when uh, Niall Rose got you in the powerbomb and, and threw you down, I honestly thought that there was an end of the match for a second. But you kicked out like right at two, uh, and I think you got to get closer to that three. The Rock really knew how to do it. Rock was one of the best at this to get up right at three. It just it really gets the crowd to really think that's uh, they're gonna lose the match, and it's very exciting. Uh, let's see what the peanut gallery has to say about this. Uh, DMD next stone cold. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Roy is a big, uh, uh, Britt Baker fan and she's hot right now. As long as they don't dilute her, as long as they don't treat her like she's, uh, 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 you know, uh, John Cena when, when he was, he had that hardcore gimmick and then he became a face and he's just like, I love the fans. Don't lose it. Be stone cold. Just like we said, be stone cold, Britt Baker. We love that. Nyla seemed like she ran out of gas halfway. Indeed. Agreed. Roy Lazowitz uh, the greets. Then we got uh, Moet here. Hell yeah. We got a hell yeah. Give a Hong Kong for Britt Baker. Uh, ref also seemed off. I think the ref, uh, so uh, Roy makes a comment here that the ref also seemed a little off. I think that was because there was just a general off feeling in the match and the ref got caught up with it. Everyone was off. But I think that the, uh, the, the nucleus of the offness was at uh, uh, Nyla Rose. Uh, she, she seemed out of breath. Uh, Smooth says, oh, the moment when the T's belt shot was nice. The T's belt shot was, there was a lot of good moments in this match, and I got into it. The ending really uh, it, it went nicely, but it just was it was off in the beginning. And, and I feel like that's one of those matches, if you take it slow in the beginning. And I know I sound like Jim Cornette, or what, real dumb dad energy moment? Am I being a real dumb dad for saying this? Uh, but I, I think that you have to start off slower. Let the audience come to you. Don't come to the audience. Start off slow, circle, Just stand there and do nothing. And let the crowd feed off that. There was an energy in the crowd. They love Britt Baker. They love Britt Baker. And we want to nurture that. We want to nurture that. Uh, and then we got uh, S says Nyla's timing was off. I think it was because she was gassed. She's, uh, she's out of breath. Roy Laswood's yes. I'm uh, not sure what that is uh, pertaining to because there's a delay here. I don't know if y'all notice this, but there's a delay. So yeah, I'm saying things and you're commenting in real time. And then I notice it about like 30 seconds later. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. So we're, we're all working together on this. We're all doing a great job back in my day. Matches started off slow S let's, let's not do this. Let's not get there. Cause we're, we're all working together on this one. Oh man. I lost my place. How do I get back into there? I was, I was looking at your comments and then I screwed it all up. There we go. We're back in the comments. I'm not trying to be an old man. I'm not Jim Cornette about this. I want to make sure that uh, uh, wrestling has some semblance uh, of base, like a grounding, so you could keep going to the heights that it's gone to. AEW loves taking it to new heights, but we can't even see the ground anymore. We can't even see the ground anymore. We don't even know how high we are. We're in Jetsons. We don't even see the floor. Let's see the floor every now and then. Let's start off slow, build it up, and then Nyla won't get gassed so early so then we can have a match that builds and builds, and then we have a great finish like we had tonight. Man, all the honks, are you red. all the honks S bless you, bless you. And everyone, give everyone, a, everyone in the chat, all of you, everyone right now, give a Hong Kong Kong for yourselves, give a Hong Kong Kong for yourselves. We really pulled it out this time. We had some technical difficulties, uh, and blessed Moet, blessed be Lord Moet. uh, that uh, stick and his fingers were bleeding. His fingers were bleeding, trying to get the stream working for you with a three-way stream with uh, our, a new member of the llw family uh roy lazowitz give a honk honk for all yourselves i'm expecting some honks in a second because of the 30 second delay but thank you all so much this is loser leaves wrestling loser leaves wrestling uh and uh we follow us on, on instagram loser leaves wrestling make sure to go to tw- uh, twitter loser leaves wrestling guys uh, send us some emails send us emails all of you send us an email give us a question ask us a question it doesn't even have to be wrestling related we don't even give a shit anymore just ask us some questions at Loserleasepod at gmail.com. But thank you all so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed my festive background and my Bill Murray elf t-shirt. Uh, I regret wearing this. Uh, but thank you all so much for watching this loserlies Wrestling. My name is Red Jefferson. I'm here with Moa Jazwan, and Roy Lazowitz. I'll have a great night. Everyone have a great night. A honk, honk. Can I get a honk honk? Yes, uh, give some honk honks in the chat. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. And Chica Marks, I love honking. It's the best. Bye bye. Bye. I'm getting off. Bye. No, nope, I didn't do it. Didn't do it. There's more to it. Your stream will stop immediately and you will no longer be live. We're working on it. We're working on it right now. Thank you so much. Bye. Did I off.